Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Let's just um, draw near to God right now. Just, just lift your hands to God. Let's just, for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to preach a message, 20 to 30 minutes. I want us to draw near to God and allow the Holy Spirit to speak. In Jesus' name, Father, for every person, whether they're new or whether they've been here for years, Father, whether they're down or whether they're up, God, may each and every one of us lean into You. Lord, open our ears that we might hear wonderful things. Open our eyes that we might see all that You have for us in the wonderful name of Jesus. Open our hearts to receive Your Word. In Jesus' mighty and wonderful name, we draw near to you and we know you're going to draw near to us. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Can we give Jesus another big hand as you sit down? God bless you. Wow, thank you so much, musicians and singers. And how many enjoyed that wonderful rendition of the national anthem by Eldar? Thank you, team. God bless you. It was stirring. It was incredible. But you know what? A little bit of the message that I want to preach is based not on that first verse that we sing at all the football games and at church here today. There's actually several verses to the anthem. And, and I, want to, I want to speak on a subject that God's been putting on my heart. When I, when I, my, my daughter Summer, of course, is... I said, what am, I, what am I supposed to be preaching on at El Cajon? She said, listen, it's the 3rd of July. We're moving, it's almost the 4th of July. It's got to be something that's exciting and up. And, I, and it, it, this sort of came to me that we are so blessed to live in a land of freedom. Yeah. Amen. And, 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 and brave men and women have died have laid down their lives so that you and I can enjoy the freedom that we have today. And, and, but you know what? There's, and it's the land of the free. But you know what? There's also another land, and that's a personal land that God wants you as an individual to occupy. And it's a land of personal abundance. It's a land of personal victory. It's a land where there is freedom of fear, freedom from depression, freedom from sickness, freedom from poverty. It's a personal land because Jesus said this in John 10 verse 10. He said, the thief comes to rob, to steal and to destroy. But then Jesus said this, I have come. I have come that you, and your family, and your friends, and your community, and your nation might have life, and not just life, life abundantly in Jesus' name. Abundant life. And I want to speak, the land of, that's a a land of personal freedom for you and your family and your community, but to live in the land of the free. 
you need to be brave. Because the land of the free is because of the brave. And let me quote to you the last verse of the American National Anthem. And here it is. And I want you to just soak this in this morning. Oh, thus be it ever, when free men shall stand between their loved homes and the foe's desolation, blessed with victory and peace, may our heaven-rescued land praise the power that hath made and preserved us a nation. Then conquer we must, for our cause it is just. And this be our motto, everybody. And the star-spangled banner in triumph shall wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave. Amen to that. Amen to that. If you want to live in that land, a land of freedom, we need to allow a spirit of bravery, of boldness, of faith, hope, and love to fill us to overflowing so the love of God can be shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you a little bit today about a, a man 3,000 years ago who stood at the border of a natural land. And it was a land that God had promised him and his descendants that they would occupy and they would live in it freedom with freedom from fear, freedom from oppression, freedom from slavery. You see, this man and his family had been slaves in a land for 400 years. And God had broken their chains and liberated them and opened up the Red Sea and they were able to walk through. And drowned, by the way, and drowned Pharaoh and all his troops at the same time. Amen to that. And then they walked through the wilderness for 40 years. And there, Joshua, and you can find this in Joshua chapter 1, stands with his toes in the Jordan River, looking across the Jordan at the land of Canaan. And he realises this, that on paper, there's no way they can conquer that land. The Apostle Paul said, there is an effective uh, door of ministry open to me, but there's many adversaries. And between you and your dreams, between you and the promise of God for your life and for your family, is a whole bunch of adversaries. Now the Bible says this, if God be for us, Romans 8. Who can be against us? Only the devil, all the demons in hell, and all the people in the world. But you know what? With God, you are in the majority. Blessed be our God who always causes us to triumph in Jesus Christ. I can do all things. See, Jesus said this, without me, you can do nothing. 
But the Apostle Paul said, I can do. Everybody say all things. Through Christ, who strengthens me. And Joshua was there. He said, we can't do it on our own. He goes, we're outnumbered. We're outgunned. Wow. And then he, oh, this could be too hard. Maybe, maybe a little bit of fear gets in. And then he looks back behind him and he sees the desert. And in that desert, 1.2 million people lie buried. And they were the people who, like Joshua, came out of the promised land through the Red sorry, came out of Egypt through the Red Sea, filled with hope filled with dreams that they too would enter and inherit that land, but they never made it. They didn't make it because of fear. They didn't make it because of doubt. They didn't make it because of sin. And their bodies lie bleaching in the sun in the wilderness of Sinai. And Joshua's thinking, it doesn't look like I can go forward. It doesn't look like I can go back. But listen, when you've got a problem, when you're struggling, when you think there's no way out, or maybe you're thinking there's no way in to where God wants me to be, that's when God begins to speak. How many people, come on. How many, this is the, listen, this isn't a Bible. This is the Word of Almighty God. This is the Word of God, and God begins to speak. And in Joshua chapter 1, he says to, to Joshua, you want to be in the land of the free, you have to be brave. He says in verse 6, Joshua 1, be strong and, and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. Everybody say the land the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. How courageous do you have to be? Very courageous. And then verse 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Three strikes and you're in. Do not be afraid. We need to flip that over. What's the opposite of, of being afraid? What's the opposite of fear? It's, it's being brave. It's being brave. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Listen, look at me, everybody. You can do it. Listen, over here. Guys, you can do it. You will do it. Not because of your talent. We're not all like Jake and Pastor Michael. Smart and good looking. We're ordinary people. But it's God's delight to turn ordinary people into extraordinary people. We can do it not in our own strength, not in our own ability, not with our own mind, but we have the mind of Christ. We have the strength of God. And if we stay committed to Jesus, if we stay surrounded 
by the community of his faith-filled people. And if we open our hearts to the power of the Holy Spirit, you, I, and our families and our community will enter in and possess the land of the free because it's the home of the brave. Can we give Jesus a hand right now? Come on. Okay. Three-point sermon. It's beef and potatoes this morning, Pastor Mike. It's basic. I'm not that smart. I'm a dropout from, I, I, I just graduated high school and dropped out of college. I'm not, I'm not a smart person, but I know the Word of God. I, I know the Word of God. Okay, here we go, here we go. You can be brave and possess the land because Jesus is with you. It's because of Jesus. Joshua What was he doing for 40 years in the wilderness? You know what he was doing? He was encountering God. You see, Moses, Moses, because the people of Israel had worshipped an idol, God was really annoyed with them. So Moses took this tent outside the camp to where all the faith-filled people were, right outside on this side. And he puts this tent up, called it the tent of meeting. And every day when he'd go and seek God, he'd walk through the camp and outside it into the tent of the meeting. And the Bible would say this, God would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. And then the Bible says this, Exodus 33, Moses would leave the tent, but Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tent. What was Joshua doing? For 40 years, Joshua was cultivating his own relationship with God. And ultimately, it's your relationship with Jesus that will take you through the fire. It will take you through the water and it will take you into the land of abundance. Peter. Peter walked with Jesus for three years. And then... You know what? And he had a moment. Does anybody have a moment? Don't you love the Bible? Because it just doesn't sugarcoat over King David, Peter, the weaknesses of the, of the guys, and a few of the girls as well. But Peter hit the wall. And he let fear get the better of him. And I don't know about you. I don't know your past. I don't know what stuff, where you, I don't know where you failed. Only God knows. I don't know your past and the hang-ups and the background. Maybe it's the abuse you've suffered. I don't know your past, but I know your future. I know your future. If you can just get a hold of Jesus, You're going to be that person that God's called you to be. We're not human doings. We're human beings, but out of the being comes the doing. And so Peter, 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 he he, he denies Christ three times. You know what? This is for somebody here today. The mistakes you've made in the past do not define you. 
They do not, David sinning with Bathsheba did not define him. I'm thinking about this right now. Peter denying Christ did not define him. It's not what you did yesterday that counts. It's what you're going to do today that counts. Come on. Come on. And Peter denies Christ. He gets beaten up. Oh, then something happens. He re-encounters the, the resurrected Jesus. He goes to the upper room. And something powerful happens to him, more than that. And then... He preaches the Word of God. Something shifts in his life. He's not filled with fear anymore. He's filled with bravery. And he preaches on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 people get saved. He's going to the temple. Go to church and there's a guy who's been lame since birth, sitting, begging, and Peter says, silver and gold have I none, such as I have give to you in the name of Jesus. Get up. And listen, he didn't give him a handout. He gave him a hand up, a hand up, a hand up to a new life, to a life of abundance. He gave him a hand up and the guy starts walking and leaping and praising God. And all the religious nutcases start, the religious rulers start persecuting them. And in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, Peter said this, and compare this to the guy 50 days ago who denied Jesus three times, he stands there and says, there's only one name being given by which we must be saved. And by the way, if there's people here and you don't know Jesus or you're away from Jesus, at the conclusion of this service, I'm going to give you the opportunity to open your heart and allow Jesus Christ to come into your world to be your Lord and Saviour. So just, that's going to be awesome. But, Peter says there's one name given under heaven by which we must be saved. And then in Acts chapter 4 and verse 13, it says this, when they saw the courage, when they saw the bravery, these guys lived in the home of the brave. And they said this, when they saw the courage of Peter and John, they realised they were unschooled, Ordinary men. Do we have any ordinary people here today? But then they were astonished and they realized they had been with Jesus. Build a relationship with Jesus Christ. You will be astonished how far that can take you. It is absolutely incredible. So we're going to fall in love with Jesus Jesus is with us and he gives us the bravery to make it. We're brave, second point, because of the people who surround us. You know what, I, and, I've, and I was just saying in the last service, I've, been re, I've read the Bible, I've, for the last 20 years I've read the Bible through in its entirety, probably the last 25 years. But I never, when I was preparing this message, I had never noticed the scripture until I stumbled over it or God revealed it to me. And in Acts chapter 2 and verse 14, Peter, on the day of Pentecost, stands up to preach one of the greatest messages in the history of the world. Let me read it to you. Then Peter stood up with the 11. Peter wasn't standing by himself 
and you're not standing by yourself. You are surrounded by God's church, Awakened Church, El Cajon, and all of God's family. And this, they're standing, and it's like maybe, it's like you're up here, not preaching, you're doing life. And every single person in this community of faith is cheering you on as you go about your business and you're becoming that person that God's called you to be. Peter wasn't on his own. You're not on your own. Joshua wasn't on his own because for 40 years he was mentored by Moses. And when he went into the promised land to explore it, he went with a friend, a man called Caleb. And even though the other 10 didn't have the faith to enter into the promised land, Joshua went, like Jesus sent people two by two, Joshua and Caleb linked their faith together and with their families, they took possession of the land of the free. Come on. You're surrounded with God's people. And thank God for God's people. Thirdly, we can be brave because we have the Holy Spirit. Peter, on the day of Pentecost, Jesus said this in Acts 1.8, you shall receive power. Peter was weak in his own strength. He thought he had talent. He thought he had ability. He thought he was a big, strong guy, but he crumbled under the pressure. But when the Holy Spirit came on him, he became a new person. He became the person that God had called him to be. Zechariah chapter four and verse six. One of my favorite passages in the entire Old Testament says this, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says God. This mountain will be removed. And there is a mountain of opposition facing some people in this auditorium today. But the Holy Spirit is going to remove that. And you are going to enter in, not in your own ability, not in your own talent, but by the ability that the Holy Spirit brings into our world. It's the Holy, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. When Joshua and Caleb came back after 40 years of exploring the land, 40 days, I should say, and um, 10 of the spies said, we can't do it, it's impossible, we can't do it. And, and Joshua and Caleb said, no, no, we can do it. We will do it. God is able to make us do it. God said, you know what? None of those 10 guys are going to enter in. And none of the 1.2 million people who refuse to believe me are going to enter in. But he said this about Caleb and Joshua. Numbers 14, 24. But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Caleb's got a different spirit. You've got a different spirit. You've got a spirit of faith. You're gonna believe God that in spite of the odds, you can do it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Timothy, Paul's protege was a great, person and a great minister, but he struggled with fear. He struggled with timidity and he needed the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Paul said this in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6. For this reason, Timothy, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gives us is not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Today, we need to stir up that gift that's already within us. You know, we drive our car, like Pastor Lisa down at the gas station, and the prices are going up. Listen, here's the thing right now. The price never goes up in the kingdom of God. It's all free. It's all free. But listen, sometimes the tank is on E, the red light's flashing, and we need to pull in today. You can stand in your seats, or maybe you can come down the front at the conclusion of the service. We can open up the altar, and we can allow you to be refilled with the power of the Holy Spirit and for you to stir up the gift of God that is within you by the laying on of hands. And I'll close on this scripture today. Right at the end, after Peter and John had proclaimed the name of Jesus and after the people had been amazed that they'd, and recognised they'd been with Jesus and they'd been threatened, it says this in Acts 4, all the apostles get together and they say this, Now, Lord, Acts 4, 29, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. And in verse 31, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. We need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. You can be brave because of Jesus. You can be brave because of God's people. And you can be brave because of the Holy Spirit. And you and your families are going to enter in to the land of the free because it's also the home of the brave. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Right now. I want you to close your eyes right across the auditorium. Just close your eyes. Close your eyes and open your hearts. Close your eyes and open your hearts to God. And maybe there's people here and you've never met Christ as your personal Lord and Saviour. Or, or some, maybe you were brought up in a Christian home and you've been away from God. But today you're saying, you know what? I need to get right with God. I need to meet Jesus for the first time or get reacquainted with Him. While every head is bowed and every eye is closed, right across the auditorium, if that's you, I'm going to ask you in a moment just to raise your hand and give me a wave. And I'll acknowledge it and we can pray. If that's you and you've been away from God or you need to get right with God for the very first time, lift your hand right now, right across the auditorium. Lift your hand up. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. And God bless you. Thank you, ma'am. God bless you. Who else is there today? Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. God bless you. Who else is there today? You're saying, I need to get right with God. I need to live for Jesus Christ. Raise your hand. Give me a wave today. And say, yes, that's me. I need to get right with God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can we just repeat this prayer together? Everybody today. Everybody today. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, 
Lord Jesus, I ask you today to come into my life, to be my Lord, to be my Saviour, to be my friend. Forgive me my sins. Open the doors to a new land, to the land of the free. Give me bravery to walk through those doors and cast off the stuff that should not be on my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we give Jesus a big hand right now? Thank you, Lord. You know what, now, can we just stand up right across the auditorium today? Can we just all stand now? What I want to do is this. I've just checked with Pastor Michael, and he's good with it. And he's the boss. Well, Lisa's the boss, but Pastor Michael. But you know what I want us to do today? If you need a refilling of the Holy Spirit, you need to stir up that gift that's already within you by the laying on of hands. But if you've been just feeling maybe we're just heading towards empty, I need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost to fill me with bravery so I can be that person that God wants me to be and do what God wants me to do. Why don't you begin to come right now in Jesus? I want you just to begin to step forward because the Holy Spirit's going to move and touch you today and He's going to help you enter in to all the, the promised land that God has for you. Why don't you just begin to come right now? Just come, wherever you are, come right now. Come and stand at the front. Look to God. Those people who raised their hands to meet Jesus for the first time too, why don't you come forward as well? We're going to pray for you as well. Come down, everybody. Come to the front. Come and stand in God's presence. Listen, you're in God's presence today. You're amongst His people. God wants to do you good. Maybe you've got issues with fear in your world. Maybe this, maybe this, maybe this stuff you're struggling with that's out of control God can give you the keys and break those chains of your life. In the name of Jesus, right now, what, right across the auditorium, why don't we just lift our hands to God? And I'm going to pray a general prayer. Then, we, then the team's going to pray, including myself. We're going to lay hands on people and allow the power of the Holy Spirit to set people free and to enable them to be that person God's called them to be. Let's all repeat this prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you today for setting me free. Fill me with your Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Make me that person that you've called me to be. In Jesus' name, I stir up the gift that's in me by the laying on of hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.